Hello and welcome to The Loudspeaker, your definitive guide on how to scale your startup. This first tip for every fintech startup is what are the media and press saying about us, how are we being perceived by these people? PR stunts are any activities that allow you to engage with the audience. I don't agree with the fact that our publicity is good publicity. Here is where we talk to communications professionals from all around the world to let you know what are the best practices and cool ideas that you can implement for your startups. Do you want to start by saying or telling listeners who you are and what you do for Publicize? I know you've been on before, but just in case. Mm-hmm. Sure. So hi, my name is Stuart Martins and I lead the account management team here at Publicize. Awesome. And we all agree that this would probably be the best one for you. I don't think we really spoke about why, but I think in our head, um, all of us at the marketing team were like, yeah, I think Stuart's the one for this. In my mind, the rationale was you're always on Slack and you're so active on Slack, whether you're in the office or you're you're away somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> you like are always <laughs> ever present with, uh, with your Slack presence. So I just thought Stuart's going to know about managing a team remotely. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm that workaholic. You're right. <laughs> okay, so to start off with, um, how do you think remote work will impact the workforce and productivity? And especially like in the in the current situation, like will we learn anything from from the remote work that we've been forced into at the moment? Um, yeah, obviously there, there it will have an impact there. I think that the way that people and company experience it that that is more on a case by case basis, obviously. So if you look at us. Um, we're a company that usually works from an office and uh, we have a lot of international people. So we do have a lot of experience already with people working remote uh, if it's when they're, for example, traveling back to their own country. Uh, but now we're forced inside our own homes to you know, stay here during the lockdown, um, which is obviously a complete different dynamic because some people might have a good setup. Others uh, have to work from a, a bedroom with a very small table setup uh, with a, yeah, a poor chair and support and such. And um, some have a living situation where they constantly run into other roommates or they have yeah somebody in the house that does a lot of calls. Um, so I think that the, the current situation is obviously completely different where we were working remote, but possibly not under ideal circumstances. I think that that is probably like the biggest uh, difference here because it also sometimes forces certain organizations that aren't uh, as used to remote work to all of a sudden to yeah, change their uh, way of working together, which obviously massively impacts their culture too. Yeah. And I definitely think that's going to have an impact on productivity when you don't have your own like that work environment. Like I love going to the office just because it's almost like when I'm there, I work and that's like a hundred percent laser focus. And at home, obviously that's so much more difficult because this isn't your usual work mm-hmm. environment and you have to kind of create that environment. But I was saying to a teammate of mine that, and we both agreed that it's kind of funny because it feels almost like you're at work all the time. So you never mm-hmm. like switch off necessarily. In the sense that if something pops up, you just jump to your desk, which is like wherever you are. It's almost like you're just constantly at your work environment. So it's it's weird that the two have like merged together. Yeah, yeah it's 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 different. Some people yeah struggle with that a lot more than others. For some, it, it's difficult to find a way to kind of like switch off at the end of the day or, or to know when you've done enough uh, where you can actually yeah, consider it fair to 
to leave and uh, and uh, allow yourself the the headspace and the rest to to yeah, do something else because that's obviously very important in this situation too is that where you find the balance between work and your outside work life. If you're interested in seeing how Publicize can grow your startup, sign up for a free PR assessment on our website. And for a limited time only and exclusive to the loudspeaker listeners, we're giving subscribers a month free on a 12-month Publicize contract. To find out more, visit publicize.co slash lspromo. That's publicize.co slash l-s-p-r-o-m-o. Regarding like the challenges a person might face when managing a remote team, uh, what have you come across and how have you tackled these challenges? Um, well, in terms of publicize, we're quite lucky that to some extent we, we already have a lot of things that help us to, to move to a fully remote kind of company. So we already had a lot of tools. Um, we had experience doing meetings remote and all of that. In terms of like new challenges that, that really have come up, um, I think that for me personally, like one of the biggest ones is what before we went into working from home, we had uh, two new team members actually on board with Publicize. Um, so I had one day with them in the office where we, yeah, we walked them through a little bit of, of our ways of working, our company, et cetera. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we didn't have any time to, to introduce them to people. Um, so onboarding new people is obviously completely different because for us, there was no previous experience there. So you then have to become really creative in terms of like how you yeah, help these people and, and make them feel connected to the team. Obviously, um, in terms of like productivity, there's, there's a lot to being said there too. Um, I think that that yeah, really depends on, on what kind of culture you previously had. Um, but that wasn't too much of an issue for us. Other things are probably like the engagement and the interaction during meetings. Uh, that has kind of like uh, changed the, the dynamics there. Uh, so where pe- meetings usually, personally, I could have gone in a little bit less prepared. Um, now, if I log into the meeting and then, um, yeah, have my team members sitting there uh, without a, a plan, then the, the, the meeting is completely different to what it was previously. Um, so those are all kind of like small little challenges. But nonetheless, I think that, uh, yeah, it, it also allows you to become a little bit more creative and finding different solutions to those as well, obviously. Yeah. And I think the one thing that I can really recognize in that and what you're saying is when we have our weekly meeting. So mm-hmm. it's all of us and there's like 50 of us in one in one Hangouts channel. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how we've converted what we would usually do from a pod, like when we have like the shout outs. So someone's done something well or or someone deserves to be celebrated for their work. Uh, that was funny because I remember like the first one that we had, there was kind of like silence. There wasn't much engagement. It was kind of like an awkward situation, whereas now it's evolved into something where we all write in the, the messaging chat and everyone lets off these air horn sounds <laughs> and everyone like slowly, just everyone for like one moment just turns on all their speakers and it just becomes like fireworks of energy. And yeah. that's one thing which I'm I'm really glad we still have in our meeting because that's by far the funniest part. And if anything, that's way better than what it is in person because in person, everyone just claps for like five seconds, done. Whereas like this way, everyone sends stupid messages or silly stuff or emojis, weird mm-hmm. sounds. It, it's a really creative process. So yeah, yeah. I, I can see how these sort of meetings like a change by that. I get what you mean. 
Yeah, no, definitely. The, 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 the energy is completely different. It allows for more thoughtful comments too, because yeah, people can put themselves on mute and then unmute them when they really have something uh, to say. I think that that's a great example of, of, of how publicizers adapted their culture a little bit. Um, I also love those little explosions of, of, uh, of joy, basically, during those meetings, especially considering that the, the first meeting without those, it was, yeah, more one-sided kind of conversation with, with announcements, and it, yeah, it became a little bit awkward, but I'm glad that we found a way to uh, uh, do that differently. Yeah, and I think also, as well, it does take certain people, like leading by example, and also just generally leading. Because obviously when you're in person, you have like all these physical cues, like you can look around the room, see who's going to say so, and someone raises their hand, you can look at the faces of everyone. Whereas when you're on a call, it's just such a kind of weird energy in the sense there's 50 people in line and one person who's leading it, like Eric, for example, will ask a question that's just like dead silence. No one's got their video on. It, it's a very, very bizarre situation to be in. One thing that I have to say, though, I really respect is that you've always got your your video on and you always jump in and you're always you're always like uh there on on hand to make sure to squash any awkward silences and to just like <laughs> come to the rescue to be like all right guys all right team so <laughs> i gotta thank you for all those uh potential <laughs> awkward moments which you have saved the whole company from yeah i appreciate that sam well i think that a little bit of silliness every now and then will also help uh, the general mood of uh, of a meeting oh it does it definitely does uh, so going back to like how you manage your team, are there any tools or services that you could recommend to help improve the work of a remote team? I know we spoke about Slack, but maybe if you want to go into that or other services which you think would be beneficial to, to manage a remote team? Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, I think that like, it depends a little bit of, of where you're coming from, right? So um, us as a company, we already had tools that allowed you to, to chat or we have we use the same kind of like a, a calendar setup and uh, we have a project management tool already and a collaboration um, and such so try to find yeah different tools that work for your company um, obviously if you go from a, a an office environment to fully being remote that is already quite of a big change so i would say that if you suddenly have this big change and you you, you feel the necessity for more tools Try to find the tools that fit best for your team, but don't go fully overboard in terms of like all of a sudden adapting all of these new tools and technologies because, yeah, generally speaking, people don't really like too much change. So try to find something that's as close to what you previously had and then trying to build that up. And obviously at the moment, there's numerous ways of testing out different software tools. Um, there's a lot of trials that you can uh, get into. And then together with the team, you should then make a decision what fits best for your situation. Um, if you, if you, for example, a few other things that I found really interesting is that our company and a lot of people from our office have used uh, Google Hangouts by default. So if you compare this to Zoom, for example, you don't have the option in Google Hangouts to have all of the videos and all of the people show in, in, in a grid way. But there's actually like a Chrome extensions that will allow you to uh, give you these extra bits of functionality. Um, so I definitely think that that is probably something that I would uh, recommend for the, the people in the companies that use uh, Google Hangout. Yeah, I recently found out about that. I still need to download it. Yeah, it's, it's cool to know. It's cool to know. Also, for the first time the other day, I tried, uh, I know it's not really work related, but house party. Have mm -hmm. you done that before? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, um, I know the application from, from a couple of years back. 
it's also a great way to just connect with a lot of people at once, obviously. What would you say are the benefits? I mean, it seems like there are so many options out there. What would you say are the benefits of like house party versus Google Hangouts versus Zoom versus other options? Do you know if like one is particularly better than the other? I know house party is more of a social thing and the others are a bit more professional, but do you, do you see there as a difference? Well, I mean, they, they have slightly different functionality and there's pricing and, and, and that obviously comes into play too. I think that uh, you should just choose the tool that fits best with the amount of people that you have uh, or the, the kind of like environment that you're in. So for example, I have all of those options basically because I have different groups um, also outside of work where I would use a one tool or another. So for example, Zoom is something that I use way more with clients, house party more with friends and then Google Hangouts with, with the company, basically. I don't think that there's particularly huge differences for the basic functionality that is more kind of like similar across those different options. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Cool. Well, uh, if I ever feel like trying another one out, I'll come to you <laughs> for some reviews. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, um, Stuart, that's all my questions today. Thank you for joining me and I will let you get back to running your remote team. Thanks. Cheers, Sam. Um, appreciate you having me.